Hello there and welcome to TWAT, the Theatre Workers and Technical Staff podcast. This is episode three of season one. It's the podcast in which I talk to people who work within the theatre industry about how they got in, their experiences and any advice they can give to anyone who's trying to get in. Uh, We've had fantastic feedback from the first two episodes and uh, hopefully we can keep going. Uh, If you do like it, please uh, like and subscribe to it. Leave a five-star review and uh, tell us what you like about it, what you don't like about it. Also, uh, get on that email and send us any questions that you'd like to know, and I can pose them to our future guests. Um, So, without further ado, let's get on to guest number three. I'm here with my guest at this time. If you'd like to introduce yourself, and what is your current job title? Hi, my name is Izzy Rush, and I'm currently Deputy Head of Sound at Cabaret. Excellent. How are you? I'm well, thank you, yes. It's been a while since I spoke to you. It has, it has, since we've been in the same place at least. It really is, yes. Yes. Uh, How did you get into theatre, Izzy? Uh, This is one of those, I'm going to be outing myself a little bit here. When I was little, I was in a professional children's choir from the ages 8 to 18. And when I was about 9, I was in Wind in the Willows at the Old Vic. Oh, brilliant. Via them. So I was, I'm, a, I'm one of those hideous child performers who grows up and joins the industry. <laughs> uh, and I'm actually a sound engineer who used to be a performer. Well, that's all right. I'm sure a lot, there's a lot of people who wanted to be performers exactly. and fell into the backstage part. Uh, yeah, I started off doing lots of, like I did lots of performing and stuff and then got to about 16 and they said, right, we've got to send you for work experience now. Where can we send you? You're an actress. I don't know where we can send you. So they sent me to the local theatre and I joined in with the techies because there was nowhere else you could send someone. And I had a lovely time and kind of went, I don't have to be on stage to be part of the part of the family and part of the dynamic that happens in a theatre. Because that's what I fell in love with when I was little was that kind of teamwork and camaraderie and everyone all in it together and getting it done right now in front of an audience. Um, So, yeah, realising that I could still play the game and be part of the team without having to stand on the stage was a revelation, actually. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. Um, did you do any training at all, or was it just... Um, I did. I went to university. I went to Mount View back in the day. At that point, it was the only uni you could go to where you... Not the only, but there were only a couple of unis where you could study a whole range of things. Right. Most universities, all the radars and places, wanted you to... Um, specify straight away what you wanted to study. And I knew I wanted to do technical theatre, uh, right, okay. but I didn't know which, which aspect. Part? So Mount View very, uh, was very nice in that it, it let me study LX sound, construction design, stage management, uh, and do it all in a three-year course put into two years. So I s- had to spend less on fees, which was nice as well. Excellent. So what made you choose sound? It was... And uh, did you, before, before you answer that one, <laughs> did you do... Was it Was it like a... A definite. Oh, I'm going to do sound because you enjoyed sound more than anything else. Or did you? Were you kind of swinging towards anything else? I wasn't swinging any towards anything in particular. I probably, if it hadn't been sound, it probably would have been in the construction design kind of side of right. things. I loved like we learned how to weld and stuff like that. Like <laughs> brilliant. Like um, getting my hands dirty and doing all that stuff was great fun, and I really loved that side of it. I had a really wonderful sound tutor called Mick Livermore, who was a delightful human being and just really very good at making people passionate about things. Excellent. And uh, at that point in time, I was going out with someone and he was also in sound. And so right. like, it was something we could talk about. It oh wasn't the only yeah, reason, yeah. but you know, it definitely helped, helped shuffle me in that direction. Um, but you kind of, you put someone behind a desk and you say, go. Yeah. And it's an adrenaline rush that you don't find in many other places in the industry. Yeah. I find. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think from a sound point of view, you're always live. You, you yeah. can't. Y- y- there's no sort of rehearsal. Um, you know, you can't come in and and run through the cues and and whatever. You have to do it live. And the first time you ever do it in front of an audience oh. is generally the first time you ever do it. So, yeah, there is that kind of rush. Yeah. There, like, I yeah. Uh, and I every day agree. you're reacting to things in the real time. In real time. Yes. You know, you never know what you're going to get. You're playing effectively a massive instrument which consists of this piece of equipment in front of you but then every cast member on that stage and every musician in that auditor in that um pit or wherever they are placed yeah and you are having to deal with all of those separate individuals giving what they're giving on that particular day yes which is never the same as as yeah so it's always different it's always a little bit different and it's always therefore a little bit creative yeah absolutely i like that Mm. um what was your first technical theater job because we know your first job was winning the willows. <laughs> my first, yes, the first thing I was paid for was winning the willows. Um, but my first technical job was working at my local theatre. After I did work experience there, I stayed on as a as a casual. Excellent. And so, like, probably officially, it would be the panto follow spotting on the panto. Ah, love panto. You, yeah, absolutely love panto. Brilliant. Love follow spotting, and it's a it's a skill. Oh follow yeah, follow spotting is one of those things that people kind of sometimes don't think about or disregard, but. It makes such a difference to a show. It does. And yeah. I'm I'm terrible at it. Are you? Utterly terrible. <laughs> Just the worst. I was all right back in the day, but I don't know what I'd be like now. I have this... Um, I, I I struggle sometimes to concentrate. Mm. So when you're not concentrating as a follow spot, it can become Just a real leave. issue. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's literally a following spot. Yeah. Um, uh, a list of any other jobs that you've done since? Um, I'm going to work myself backwards a little bit just because I will forget otherwise. So I'm currently on Cabaret. Just before that, I was on Lacage at Regent's Park. Just before that, I was on Newsies uh, at uh, Wembley. Before that, I did the full uh, season at Regent's Park l- last year, which was Antigone, 101 Dalmatians and Legally Blonde. Before that, I was on And Juliet. Before that, I was on Les Mis, which is the last time I officially worked with yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, although that might have that because I've been to Les Mis, I've been back and forth to Les Mis about three or four times now. So it was probably actually not the time I was with you that I was most no, recently there. No, I think there. you were there after I, after I left. I was there after yeah. the concert briefly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yes, I've done some Les Mis. I've done Rock You in the West End. I've done Rock You on tour. I toured with a show called The Blue Man Group, which isn't really theatre and oh, isn't really rock and roll. It's it? a wonderful, wonderful it's a brilliant show. Brilliant show. Um, so I toured with that for a few wi- years, which was lovely. Um, done a lot of depping, a lot of dapping in town, um, and I've some other touring. Seven Brides with Seven Brothers was my first. Like it felt like I was actually in the industry when I did that one. I was like on my first tour, doing That's the quite thing. interesting because my first sound professional sound job was seven brides for seven oh, brothers it's a show it right is a show. it really is yeah <laughs> it's it's a long one and an old one and kind of you look at the the storyline you're like this is questionable oh yeah very much but so but it's yeah. got some literal thi- thigh slappers and it's good fun and yeah the oldies love it yeah also you don't realize how many songs you actually know from a show like that absolutely yeah, yeah. excellent uh, what would you say was your favorite job and why? Hmm. Obviously, obviously, your current job is your favorite. Oh, my job, current job is, yes, is, is but what was wonderful. That actually, your favorite job and why? Um, I mixing. We will rock you at the Dominion is something I haven't managed to match since doing it. Excellent. I think that's partly the Dominion of it all. That's partly the Cadac of it all. It was a beautiful Cadac oh, desk, yes. and all an of our desk. and yeah, 
it was kind of like, yeah, the first step into digital, but still being analog. And it was all valves, uh, the beautiful warmth of a valve desk. And we had valve amplifiers on the guitars as well. So the whole show just sounded warm. Like it had this wonderful, glorious warmth to the show. Until you get to a quiet moment and realise you've not turned the fans down <laughs> on the desk. Unless you've not turned the fans down <laughs> and you go, oh shit, 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 shit. Um, or you, you spend half your time hitting the top of it with the bottom with a of a Motorola. Motorola absolutely. <laughs> but there's no, it was that, it, that glorious moment where you're mixing a show and you realise someone's going to have to change a channel on the desk while you're live oh mixing. Oh yeah, hot swapping, yeah. It was, it's, it's fantastic. But, but yeah, mixing Bo Rap at the Dominion, on a Kadak, that's kind of the one. How can you top that, eh? Absolutely. Les Mis came very close, I must say. That's a wonderful mix as well. Oh, yes, it is. It's yeah. tiring. Yeah. It's long. It um, is. Have you, uh, as, a, as a woman in the industry, mm. been in a while, have you ever come across any issues in the industry, anybody holding you back, you feel? Obviously not naming names, but... Um, <laughs> and... I... Uh, it's an odd one. You, it's, it is there... And yep. it has been there. I, as, I, as I move through the industry now, I feel like it is lessening and there are more women coming up. Um, back in the day, it was very much, uh, I didn't know women could do this yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. People just being surprised that you were even in the space. Yeah, that's an audience thing as well. An audi- it? Yeah, an audience audience. As, as well as technicians, as well as crew. Um, and, and when you're just doing, you know, I did quite a lot of touring when I was young and so just the general trying to tour and move things and I've always been a very physically capable like I I'm physically strong and so having people tell me I cannot lift things should not lift things etc I've had an awful lot of that people trying to take things out of my hands while I'm traveling with it it's like it would be safer if you let me get to my destination than try and transfer a weight while moving yeah um there's been there's been some of that it does feel like you have to prove yourself a little bit more but I do think it is improving. The main problem we have is that there aren't many, because, it's, because we all know that working in theatre isn't easy if you're having a family. Yes. And the majority of the time in the society we live in now, women tend to stay at home once they've had the kid. Yeah. And reintegrating back into the industry is tricky after you do that. And it's you know you never see your kids yeah, i'm yeah, sure you yes. struggle you know yeah, absolutely once you go once they start going to school the the schedule that allows you to spend time with your family is almost impossible to find in this As- especially now um more recently in the last few years definitely since covid the introduction of sunday shows yes has become more prominent it's a real problem and so as a yes as a a parent it, it does become difficult yes i mean luckily on this one we don't have sunday shows so yes. that's okay same on cabaret and it's it's become a deciding factor on i don't have children myself yeah but i have a lot of family and friends and people whose lives i want to be in who do have children and i'd like to spend time with them yeah and it's a becoming a deciding factor on whether i take a job is whether it has a sunday show um but but yes my, my main point was that there aren't that many older women in theatre. Yeah. There's a lot of young women coming into theatre and there, you know, there comes a point where either they go and start a family and don't rejoin or they go and start a family and then have to do a job share to come back in or something like that. And so you just don't see older women in the industry who can help you, who can guide you, who can give you that safe space to be a woman in the industry. Right, okay, yes. So so there's not the... There's not the the next the previous generation exactly. Yes, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You hit a certain point where there aren't. Yeah, 
I mean, there are there are they are out there, but there's not as many as many. Absolutely, of them. absolutely. There, I don't want to negate that there absolutely are wonderful women in the industry still, um, but it is it gets you don't see as many and you don't get to work with as many. Yeah, um, and there aren't that many female designers in musicals. No, that is true. You and don't come uh, across any form of design. I yes. mean, I know a couple of lighting designers, but sound designers certainly not. I can think of a few. Maybe a couple. But, but not, not many, and not many who consistently work in musical. Yeah. Uh, so, well, that leads on to the next one, pros and cons of the industry. The main con has to just be the schedules. Yes. But to some extent, I knew that when I walked into it. Well, that's the thing, that's the thing that people have to remember, that you, you don't come into this job. I mean, I, I started working in theatre because I used to work in pubs and... Mm. I wanted to do something that was um, more sociable hours. Yeah. And then I worked <laughs> in theatre, which is less sociable hours. Mm. So um, <laughs> More structured, less so, yeah, sociable hours. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, people, that's something that people definitely need to realise. That yes. your, your social life, a lot of the time, and I think it is less now, but a lot of the time it, it is limited to the people that you work with, essentially. Yes, it, it really does. And and when you move from show to show so often, you have a wonderful array of friends and a large group of people who you can call good friends, Yeah. but not necessarily those stable group that stays with you for your entire life. Yes, you know. absolutely. It, or it's hard to maintain. You have to really make an effort to maintain those relationships and find that time and make that time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say the, the biggest con is is probably... The schedule, and if you can, if you can find a way to find a job that gives you floats or holidays or things like that, it's harder when you're touring. It's tricky, um, but uh, touring, I should say, is a very good thing, and I think everyone should try and do it at some point in time. It teaches you so much. Just oh, it's great. Put especially when you're young. It's absolutely, great. absolutely. Um, so yes, but the when it comes to the pros, that uh, there's nothing quite like working on a show, like. Yeah. The adrenaline I get hit I get from mixing a show is glorious and fantastic and creative and it's the company of players, you know, and that I don't just mean the cast, everyone in the building and that's down to the cleaners sometimes and the people who work stage door and it's a community. Yeah. It's a community unlike many others and there's an openness and uh an acceptance. Yeah. There's a, a ways to go and there's, you know, there are definitely pitfalls like it's not a very racially diverse society a lot of the time in the from the technical point of view yeah especially um but uh but but it's trying it's trying oh no absolutely you know that's all we can do isn't it is we is keep moving forward as an industry we can just try yeah harder exactly and being in london always helps with that i find yeah um but uh it's a wonderful it's a wonderful place to be and usually usually it's a wonderful environment and if it's not a wonderful environment you can usually go and find another show that you like that better that is a wonderful environment that fits you absolutely yes yeah. and every show will fit someone yeah and if you if you're on a show that doesn't feel right then you can go find one that does usually excellent what uh, what would you say is a common misconception of anybody who's trying to get into the industry. That it's glamorous in any way, <laughs> shape or form. I was hoping somebody would say There's that. There's no glamour whatsoever. There re- no, there really isn't that much glamour, especially <laughs> from the backstage Yeah, view, as yes. soon as you step into a wing or through a past door into a backstage area, you very quickly realise that the g- all the glamour is gone. Everything's yeah. a little bit gritty, everything's a little bit grim. Everything smells faintly of sweat and glitter and haze. <laughs> um, glitter does have a smell. I 
I've done Starlight. Um, uh, but yes, it's not anywhere near as glamorous as people think it is. Um, um, and it's not as easy as some people think it might be. No. Pe everyone, everyone works hard from the people dancing their guts up and the people moving a follow spot and uh, cleaning the building. Everyone works very hard to get it done. It's yes. It's not a walk in the park and it's not very glamorous, but it's great fun. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, any advice? Have you got any advice for anybody who's trying to get into the industry? Uh, go into it with an open, with open eyes. Know what you're work walking into when it comes to that scheduling and, and what that means for you potentially on a long-term basis. Yeah. Um, but talk to people, be nice to people, and just try and learn as much as you can. Don't ever assume that you know and be ready to say, I actually don't know. Can you help me with this? Yes, that's that comes up a lot, to be yeah. honest. But yes. I've done it. Yeah. You know, go, oh, yeah, sure, no, I, yeah, I know how to do that, sure, fine. And then <laughs> bad things out you happen. Don't. Yes, exactly. Of and so, and I did that more when I was younger. And part of that was because I didn't want to be a woman who didn't know what she was doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if you're open about your skill level and your understanding of something, most people are willing to help you. So just be honest and be like, can you help me with this? I don't really know. Or just Google things. Like having yes. the internet is such a Go wonderful yeah, it's resource. It's so much easier these days. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like the amount of times you're like, I just would like to program this thing and I cannot remember how to do it. Yes. Just oh, look, there's a YouTube video on it. Oh, exactly. Brilliant. YouTube how-tos are so wonderful. If, if only from like my home plumbing, I could use that every, every time <laughs> I try and do any DOI in my house. Anyway, sorry, moving away from the subject. Um, yes, ask questions. Be nice to people. I've gotten more work from being somebody people are happy to spend time with than from being someone who knows everything. Yes, I always say that. You and you know, you—it's um, a small industry, so everybody knows somebody. So if you're somebody who is willing to work hard, listen, get your head down, yeah. do the do the job, then that news spreads as quick as somebody who doesn't yes. do any of those things. So. Exactly. Brilliant. And that's everything. Cool. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks. Well, thank you to Izzy for that. That was good fun. I enjoyed that one. Um, it was nice to speak to Izzy again after such a long time. Uh, if you want to email us, that is uh, twatspod at hotmail.com. That's twatspod, or one word, at hotmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Um, Twats podcast on all three so uh, give us a follow send us something that you might want to send us and uh, we'll look forward to next week I uh, hope you're enjoying it so far I'm enjoying doing it so far so uh, I'll see you all next week thanks, thanks.